Stretch is going to read uh, an excerpt from a book he just bought written by Myron Gaines. And then we're going to talk about it. Basically, uh, the first chapter, what you're up against as a man in the dating market. Uh, this this uh, excerpt was taken from the book Game. Okay. Beautiful girls in big cities are now directly or indirectly offered sex more than a thousand times a month from men on the internet and at bars, on the streets, and within their social circles. If a girl has basic internet profile, spends time on social uh, networking, and goes out twice a week, I guarantee she's offered more cock than even the most famous women of the past. Of course, women are not interested in 99% of the men who offer her sex. But try to imagine the effect on your psychology if a thousand women a month were trying to have sex with you. What kind of person would that make you? I could tell you what I would do would be like if I was getting over a thousand sex offers every month. I'd be spoiled rotten thinking I deserved all those women just because I existed. I'd be flaky, canceling dates often because I'd be unsure that I was getting the best possible girl. I'd be bitchy to women who didn't read my mind and failed to read uh, to treat me exactly the way I wanted to because don't they know I could sleep with hundreds of other women anytime I wanted? I'd be moody, always dependent on the reactions I'd get from women. If I received less attention in the weekend, in a weekend than usual, I'd throw a temper tantrum and demand immediate satisfaction. I'd also get bored easily. With so many women constantly trying to entertain me, I wouldn't be able to tolerate five minutes with a boring girl who didn't jump through hoops to make me laugh. Lastly, I'd be primed to value novelty over stability. I'd become addicted to experiencing one girl after the next and believe excitement and fun was worth more than stability and commitment. My attention span would morph into that of a small child. Boom. Okay. And I think that goes both ways, like just being a rich kid or anything that came too easy. Mm-hmm. Would would do that to anybody's psychology. So this is just pointing out what women are dealing with, and when you get too much too easy, who do you become? So that's a man and woman thing. That's a yeah, human yeah, that's thing. That's human human nature. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, what do you think about it? I mean, I think it's all pretty accurate. Pretty accurate. Yeah, that's, right? that's pretty true. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just uh, it's just part of the makeup of being human, and being an attractive woman is just. It's got its strengths and weaknesses yeah. for individuals and for society. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's important, I think, because just that, you know, that little paragraph alone, I wish I would have known that a little earlier. Oh, what, what, what would have been the benefit? Um, just, uh, just, well, it, actually, I knew I was sensing it, but I couldn't articulate it. I didn't know where it comes from and all that stuff. So, um it would have just helped me navigate a little better and not be so hurt if if things didn't go my way, mm. right? Because mm. it really isn't personal. It's yeah. it's part of uh, the design of our biologies, right? You know, women are hypergamous. They they trying to get the best man they can. But back in the day when we didn't have social media, they were kind of everybody was kind of held hostage to limited options. So they had to make decisions earlier, right? Whereas now, if you're getting a thousand dms and requests it it does something else to uh the female psychology whereas if you lived in a small town and got you know you were the, you were the it girl in your little town 
you would just pick the best man there. But now you got the globe, right? And so that probably feels pretty good. And say, oh, well, I don't have to dress as fancy anymore. I don't have to like any human being. I'm not saying this is a woman thing. I'm just saying if we didn't have to work so hard, I would just be like, eh, eh, you know. And so then, too, it would help me like figure out, oh, this is how the game works. Let me do what I can to be more attractive to women and understand how they work. You know, if I want to get the best woman I can. So it would basically that's what I'm saying. It would have helped me not understand what I had to do. Basically. Not, not take things personal when you. Got rejected relentlessly. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Although I wasn't that guy, but I still got the rejection. Well, it doesn't matter how often you get it. Rejection sucks. It sucks no matter what, dude. <laughs> even when I'm asking people to dance, like it could be an old woman I don't even want to dance with, but I'm just going to say no. It like still stings. Just I guess it's human nature. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but it always stings. Um, that's interesting. All right, so uh, so how's your relationships with ladies been? Have you uh, gotten rejected lately? No, because I haven't put myself out there, but uh, um, but I'm definitely studying um, and uh, getting good information now, and I'm ready to get out there. I can't tell you. I just I feel way more confident now, you know, just in general, just because it's actually aligned with what I already saw from day one. You know what I mean? It all really makes sense. It's just we're just animals, and there's once we get civilized, it doesn't change the the blueprint of you know, how biology set us up to uh, our urges and our motivations are the cleanest part of it. But we can get all these other ideas being, you know, socialized. And then that kind of affects who we are. But if you stay true to the biology and how it all works and don't get fooled by, it's basically just like watching the movement, no matter what's said about the movement, because all kinds of stuff will be trying to cloud your judgment or make you skew, make you think it's happening more than it is, just all this stuff. But if you just watch the movement, you don't get confused. And it's true. Watch the movement? What do you mean? The movement of like how biology, what motivates us. So like all this stuff I read in this book, um, because a lot of it is skewed by all the input that we're getting now through social media and all that stuff. So, but the movement is still the same. It just kind of can get skewed, derailed, warped, but it's still the same, right? Men want sex. Basically, he even says in the book, we have an, uh, uh, right now, like how it's going, men have, uh, a lot of this whole thing is driven by our sexuality. Our libidos are a lot stronger than theirs, right? Is it? Well, that's what the statistics say in the book. That's I'm just going by what he said. Okay. And I, it makes sense I, to I me because if, that, if the porn... If porn is mostly run by men and women are getting OnlyFans, basically their whole market is men who aren't getting sex. If men were getting sex more often, that market wouldn't exist. I don't know about that because a lot or it'd be of less. It'd be less. A lot of celebrities like Kanye, who else? Oh, Adrian Grenier, um, who have unlimited access and are in relationships, still get addicted to porn. You know what I mean? It's still they're still watching porn, and sometimes you know they're still doing prostitutes. Even though they don't have to. Well, that's the whole thing. That didn't. Uh, that adds to my point because men, um, even if we have a good woman, just especially the high status men. That's why they say you have to share this high status man because they're the rare ones who are getting a lot of vagina thrown at them. Mm -hmm. So most men aren't at that level to where it's being thrown at them like that. Very few men are, and yep. it shows you they have their main girl. What 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 that shows in male nature? We want our main good girl that we trust and we're building with, 
We want her to understand we're going to do this every now and again because we can. Not every man's like that. Though. I know. No, I'm not saying yeah. it is. Yeah. But I would even argue most men might morally do it. Because even when, like, when I was with my Lisa, I was like, she's giving me everything I need. And why am I still lusting after these girls? Well, it was my nature. I never acted upon it, mm -hmm. but I wanted to. Mm -hmm. So that's, what, that's my argument. Not every man. I, I would like to meet the man that really is not tempted by that. Said so I truly just love my woman. I don't even see anything. I'm sure he does exist. I think it's when I think it's when you have <coughs> the woman and you have like you're actually working on the relationship, and you're actively working on the relationship, and you're working on your mission in the world. You know what I mean? So and that so, occupies and, and your time. woman. Yes, and your woman is helping you do that. Yeah. So you know yeah. you're not going to get. One thing that's really been uh, interesting to me. I, I mentioned it before. I want to mention it again because I think it's really potent is that men and women you, you said hypergamy but we're both doing that we both are are really only going to settle for the 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 person that we think is like the best that we can get so if we're with a woman who we think is the best we can get that's the one that we can commit to and treat right internally and externally and vice versa um so i think that's just a really important Gauge. Like, I would, is this the best woman that I can get? Because if you think you can do better, you're going to be looking. The grass is greener, you know? But if you're like, whoa, this is right at the edge. Like, any any more of that, I might not be able to handle her. But I, but I, I think she's the best, and, and she thinks I'm the best. That's the proper that's the, that's And probably that would be, if the few that do find it, that. I think what, what I want to be a part of is helping people to understand, like, there's something... There's something that you that both parties have to do to get back together because in the book he's even talking about uh, the old contract is null and void about between men and women, um, and um, the old contract um, is um, you know men provide protect and women give sex and you know loyalty you know basically, and then we create families. But now that women don't need men like that anymore. Now there's a new contract and he's talking about the new contract and what was supposed to happen is, okay, now women, because back in the day, you know, uh, people coming from, you know, strong families, the family and the father would pick the daughter's husband, right? Because he would see, oh, he can provide real facts. He has a business. He comes from a good lineage. He, and she might not even be in love with him, but they had to do it. And that created a lot of good stuff and a lot of bad stuff, right? It's not always great mm -hmm. um but it still is proven the best um blueprint for building families now we can clean that all up too by working on relationships but um <clears throat> that that uh, that process um so the new contract is women don't need men like that so now he says in the book women were supposed to be like okay now i can take care of myself now i can pick the man i desire truly and then, then I can be in control of what I invest in. But it's turning out not to work out like that. Um, because it's harder for, he points out in the book, most women are not interested in most men. Mm -hmm. So eventually, as time goes on and social media, they're all pining for the highest level man. But they would have never known that if that wasn't put in their head. And they would just be you know, locally dealing with the men that were in their vicinity. Now they have all this. And so it kind of skews it. So that's what he's pointing out. It didn't work out like that. You know, so it's interesting. I'm still like processing the, the pattern, you know. But I would say, um, 
you know, the nuclear family is proven the best thus far. Mm -hmm. But of course, that can all be cleaned up, you know, because I think if kids see, okay, a woman married a guy who she didn't fall in love with and they had kids, but he's providing, he's doing all this other stuff. Yeah. And he, they begin not to like each other. Something else happens. And and so the kids are witnessing this. Yeah. And so that's why I notice a lot of... Well, that's what can be cleaned up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The it's still parents, better to have two parents, but yeah. two parents that hate each other is not nearly as good as two parents actively in a healthy, loving relationship. And that's what most women point out. They'll be like, oh, those they were together, but they didn't... Well, they didn't understand that they had a lot of work to do to keep this relationship alive, both parties. That's the thing that has to be worked on. Because it's not easy. It's not cocaine and, and can't, cotton candy, you know? I just heard that the other day, so I want to say it somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, so. So I'm going to share my current strategy right now, and okay. I want to ask what your next strategy is going to be. So my challenge a lot is the grass is greener. Um, when I'm in a relationship, I'm, I, you know, I think the grass is greener over there. And uh, I keep looking over at the grass over there and not appreciating the grass that I'm on. So I think there's a lot of reasons for that. And my current strategy is to. Be 100% honest and upfront and date a lot. Like, I've never asked out so many women in probably like the past two weeks at any other point in my life. But I'm not like, I'm just seizing every opportunity. And I'm just in a good place, so I'm attracting a lot of opportunities. And I'm just asking them out, uh, you know, getting a number. And I'm going to keep doing that, being upfront and honest, telling them this strategy. Until I find the one woman who just makes it so obvious. It's so obvious that I want her over all these other options that I have. As opposed to dating one woman, um, getting to know, go, going through this process of knowing her, and then wondering what my other options are. Right Now I'm, I'm trying every option. Every option I get, I'm trying. So now I will actually realize my 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 value and uh, what my like potential is because I'm actively dating and I'm getting to know all these different types of women, you know, seeing okay, this is what it feels like to be with you in an intimate way. Not really, and I don't really want to have sex with uh, many of them because that just is overwhelming. I mean, you know, in theory, yeah, it sounds great as a man, but in reality, it's like that's a lot. It's a lot of energy. It's a lot of potential drama. Um, but I do want to be like, you know, be with them intimately. And like, I'm not trying to be your friend. I'm trying to find out if you're the one. And so I'm going to keep doing that until just the one rises to the top. And this is like so obvious. I want to be with her. Then I'll drop the others, stay with her for a while and, and see how that goes. And then commit, you know, and then go for the whole kit and caboodle. You know, that I think, and Jordan Peterson, he had a great podcast on the dynamics of, you know, modern dating and what's happening great i mean she had the, he had a female his female equivalent uh on his on his channel but he used this term which i like and he said w- women have a proclivity more than men it's the same kind of principle as the grass is always greener we all have because that's what's happening to all of us right now you know oh i don't have to settle for that, and that. but then remember tiktok tiktok so somebody has to you have to move with purpose like you said that that's the male strategy he's talking about you just non-exclusively date and just be upfront with every on every level and see what sticks to the wall and and learn game as you're going through it right you know and learn how females work and what you need and at some point he called it drowning in the possibilities right 
because that's what happens. That's that's almost like getting nothing done because you're just looking at the possibilities. But mm -hmm. at some point, you got to lock down on one thing. And I think we do that with our careers. We do it with all kinds of stuff because we we forget TikTok, TikTok, right? And and maybe we don't keep it on our mind enough to where this is serious. I have to decide, mm -hmm. right? I have to move with purpose. Yeah. Because if the whole point is time is running out, so you have to be thinking like this. You know, your time is short. So I think a few things together, a few ingredients would then put everybody in the right mindset. Like, I can't get lost and drown in these possibilities. Yeah. It feels good to just contemplate possibilities. Yeah. You got to take action. Like, yeah. like, like, yeah, I, I agree. Because if you're just thinking that, then you get lost. When you take, you, I think taking action on the possibility, you, you learn reality. Like in your mind, you don't know reality. It There's is. no possibility and that's easy. But when you're like, that's what I'm feeling now. I'm going down. I'm getting better and I'm, and I'm seeing like, it's, good, it's getting quicker and quicker. Uh, for me to decipher, like, is there actual potential in this relationship? Because as soon as you start up an energy with the woman, it's like, that doesn't just disappear. You know, it's like, it's feelings uh, from both sides. And so you don't want to just like stir up. I'm learning. I don't want to just stir it up. Right. <laughs> then you don't, then you don't want it. <laughs> well, if it's not going anywhere, if you, the minute you know it's not going anywhere, then you shouldn't stir it up like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But sometimes it takes a little while. Like tonight, there could be potentially three of the girls, three or four of the girls I'm talking to all at the same location. And I'm probably going to go there. But because I'm being honest, I'm not worried. I can do it. I've already told them, hey, this is how it is. Um, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to fucking pull the wool over guys. I'm trying to find the one. And uh, and this is like what he says in the book. It's men, This is the thing that'll keep them in check. Like when you said, like when when you ask a woman to dance and she says no one right there next you say Can you want eat? you know and she said yeah so it keeps them in check like i'm not all that he's going to move on yeah right mm -hmm. same thing with the friend zone you know the minute we start saying you don't get my time and attention if you, if i'm not going to get what i want from this and you don't acknowledge that's what i want from this or you know i think they always know that's what we want you know i'd be surprised do you think there's any girl, woman out there that doesn't know that when we're hanging out with them that we want to have sex I'm very few. I mean, uh, I think they'll lie to themselves some. And, and it's like, it's not all 100% of the time because sometimes, you know, there is a mutual benefit to a career yeah, yeah. or just, you know, something. Um, but but also the men lie to themselves. So I think sometimes mm. they're both lying to themselves. Mm. There it is. But the reality is there's a sexual undertone yeah. uh, most of the time. Most of the time. Unless there's another benefit. And the way the man like, doesn't allow himself to get frustrated and empower himself is when I don't get it, I'm going to cordially bow out and with no disrespect. Yeah. And move on with my energy. And then that'll keep them in check. Like, I'm not all that. And uh, he even talks about uh, the simp economy and the men that kind of lie to themselves and hope and pray and don't make a move, you know, that they're kind of, they're the lingering thing that's uh, building uh, women's delusion, you know. Um, and so, which keeps that this thing alive. But in reality they don't understand once they realize most women aren't interested in most men that dynamic right there when he said that i was like mm. oh wow that's yeah. the truth and it's good to know right so don't take shit personal because it's, you got low chances that's why you just that's why like, i'm in the zone of stirring it all up and then even even when i'm like a little unsure and like yeah because you don't know for sure and as long as you're being honest it's okay and you're gonna make mistakes um but it is a fun process once you don't take things personal. Once you don't take things, yeah. you just realize this is the game of the animals on all the animals, really. Yeah. And and the woman has one egg and she's looking for the best man to procreate. Yeah. And that's just what it is. And it keeps it all 
if you don't take it personal, it just keeps it all, you know. What's happening is it's throwing it off. We're, we're degrading, in my opinion, because uh, everybody's drowning in possibilities. The grass is greener. What can I get better? And, and with that environment, nothing really gets done. You know what I mean? You just waste a lot of time investing in relationships and both, like you said, both parties lying to whether uh, a hot woman finds the hot guy, but the hot guy isn't ever going to give her what she wants. And she's probably not going to, and she's going to believe in that. And then she's going to get hurt. So they're both kind of not, she's not hearing his lies or seeing his red flags and he's not seeing her red flags and then nothing really good. I think that's what happens most of the time when things fail. Um, you have to move with purpose. You have to say, this is what I'm looking for. Um, you have to work on relationships. This is what I need. Like Jordan Peterson had a great, um, another one about just relationships and, and he, he everything is so logical. Yeah. Like it makes sense. That's what you, of course you have to do to make a, a relationship work. You have to do all these things. Nothing's on autopilot. You know, you really have to, you know, there was an interesting part in, in that one. We, we were saying, um, a guy was talking about, you know, I, I tell my wife, uh, you know, he said something, well, two things. He, one of them, he said, um, I I wanted to tell my wife every now and again, just tell me you're proud of me. I need that. Just, just do, you know. Yeah, and then that's awesome. And then he asked Jordan, like, why did I feel that way? And he goes, well, you're ashamed to ask for what you need, right? It's embarrassing. It makes me feel vulnerable. And then they can use that against you. Oh, you need yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And then vice versa. And she was like, oh, I wish you would have told me. Because he was saying that his marriage was on the rocks. And then. He started talking like that and it's like and she said i would have given that to you oh that's all you needed <laughs> yeah i heard something similar and it really struck me too when the guy was like um he said his him and his and his partner had figured out a few of those statements and one was every someone smile he, he would get insecure and jealous and all he needed to hear was i'm never gonna leave you and i love you and then he just calm right the fuck down and so once they figure that out, that's all. He just needs to hear it. Like we know, I know we like conscious, conscious. We know like it's kind of silly, but just do it and it works. So they figured out those little phrases that work when in need. And that just takes communication time and vulnerability and trust and never betray that trust. Never use that against your person. And that makes sense. That's, that's one of the fundamental fears why people don't communicate. Like, you know, if a woman says, hey, I want more of your time. You're, you're too busy. She doesn't want to say it. She wants you to read her mind, right? You know, mm -hmm. instead of saying, hey, you know what? I, I need you to spend a little bit more time with me and I, I miss you. And like, it's hard for us to like be vulnerable like that. And then you could use it another day. Oh, you need somebody. Can't you just take care of yourself and, you know, entertain, you know, and on and on it goes. So you, how we, you know, do that game with each other. But the other one was he was talking about how different men and women see things visually. So he goes, it, it would be helpful to give her a visual and he used the example of, um, he told his woman, um, hey, I'm going to take you out on a hot date on Friday night, so be ready, right? And so he he's planning it all. He's got his suit and he did the reservations and this, this and that. And then Friday comes and then she's in, you know, like some sweats and some pants. And she just said, oh, we're going to go to the taco shack. So in her mind, instead of, he said, the the it would be better to give her a a well-rounded visual of what he intended mm. because she can see something totally different, mm. right? Yeah. And so that is important, he said, in, in relationships with men and women, since we think so differently, to give it texture, make sure she knows as much as possible, you know, instead of giving some vague, you know, um, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Just a vague idea. A vague idea, yeah. like, yeah. And so she's supposed to know, but she had this whole other thing. We're just going to go and have some tacos at the taco place. 
No, so I don't have to do that dressing where he really wanted to take her out and wine yeah. and dine her. So he goes, pay attention to that, that kind of dynamic. And I didn't like think about that, but of course, you know, because obviously we, we think fundamentally different. So the better you clarify the vision for her, you know, then, then you know, it's going to have a better chance of working, what I'm saying. All right. So what is your dating strategy and when are you going to implement it? Basically, like the same with you. I mean, that's what I come to non-exclusive dating because uh, my my where I was going wrong is I was always looking for the one. And so I would move in a different way, challenge with the questions that I wanted to know early, you know, and that tended to turn women off, you know, being too opinionated too early, coming with like, you know, real stuff. And that's not how you get the fire started, right? You, you don't get, throw a log. You don't throw a big ass log with gasoline <laughs> on it. <laughs> so, but now I realize, okay, you know, if I want to have more intimacy, then uh, uh, I have to date a lot. I have to date with, you know, and be, you know, just, just date, keep my mouth shut and um, get the kindling going first, right? Get it down, put the leaves under the, you know, and then light it. Do you care if your woman is vaccinated or unvaccinated? <sighs> yeah, I think, um, well, it depends on how attached she is to it. Okay, so there's three levels, right? There's there's unvaccinated, there's vaccinated, no boosters, there's not, just did it and is not doing anymore. And then there's getting all the boosters. I can't do all the boosters. No, yeah, if you're still getting boosters, that's, that's, I, a, I can't that's a hell no. Basically, you're going to die early and I'm going to have to deal with you. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, and I, you know, so like another, like people don't like to talk about that stuff, but that's why men and women care about each other's health at the, at the higher levels because when am I going to be a caretaker because you didn't take care of yourself? Yeah. That's you know, fun. that's not fun. So, you know? so they got vaccinated, but the, you know, they got duped and, and they did it and now they're not all, but then that's, you could work with that. I can deal with one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I, I okay. So you're going to date more, but how, well, give me some more details. Like where are you going to meet these women? When are you going to start? Have you started? Um, it's always in play, but I'm just not putting myself in the vicinity. Why not? Because right now I'm just trying to, um, ignore the TikTok. No, well that's, you know, but, um, Basically, I guess I definitely just want to get more in shape again and uh, and so all you, that. You're waiting for that? Well, I'm just because I, I feel way bit better when I get out there and I'm looking, you know, suave and, you know, all that stuff. So um, that's another thing. Uh, that's that's basically pretty much it. My I don't, hand I don't is still, think that's a good reason to, to I know, but it, it is. That's what it is. So and it's not that I am not, you know, TikTok is always on my mind, but where I'm going to meet him is like you. We go to salsa where the social dances and that's the best place like to meet because I'm not going to go out to, you know, certain places anymore to meet, you know, chicks. I'm meeting them all over though. I mean, I, I, see boys, the, the um I'm I'm realizing like uh live music, well, venues, certain I'm I'm finding the venues that I like to go to. Mm -hmm. And I'm also learning, you know what I realized recently is, okay, so the other night I went out to two spots. Um what was it? Oh, first I went out. I can't remember where I went out first. I went somewhere first and it ended kind of early, like at 10. So, but I still had the energy. Mm -hmm. uh, so I went to this other spot called the Golden Goose, which is a hip bar in Austin. It's cool. It's trendy. It's kind of like, you know, I don't know about trendy, but it's like, it's a cool, you can tell it's got a cool vibe and, and cool people are there. So I went in and, um, you know, it's like cool people that are like, they're all like good looking and, and, you know, smart and probably making money, but they're not like crazy rich or, or you know, but, uh, 
but it wasn't really my vibe, even though it's a cool ass spot, you know, and I would take a date there. Like I could bring it. I think it's a good place to bring a date, but to go there and be social, just not. So I stayed like 15 minutes. I, I was in a, you know, I'm learning to, when you go out, you just take, you never don't censor yourself. Any idea that comes to your mouth, you just say it and you just, you know, you just be gregarious and it's a lot more fun. You can connect with people and then you never know what's going to happen. You know, even just friendships and, and networking and, and women, the whole thing. So I was like that. And so I did start talking to a, like a group. But then this whole conversation, the whole energy, I just wasn't interested in. And they weren't really that interested in me. They, they saw me and we interacted, but they weren't like responding inviting. to Inviting? Yeah, they weren't that inviting. They were like half halfway inviting. And I was probably halfway inviting to them. And it was fine. So then I left and I went to uh, this place called Sea Boys, which is live music venue um, with a lot of soul. And like they, they really uh, value artistry there. And there it's like, it's like night and day. The it's like they instantly un, uh, understand who I am more and appreciate what I offer, as opposed to the other spot, which didn't really they can't really tell who I am. Well, I'm an artist. I, to me, that's like my the identity I, I identify with most. Like I'm just a creative person. I, art, music, film, podcasting, whatever. Right? So there was so much easier to connect with women. So I'm, I happen to be meeting a lot of women there, um, and I'm realizing that's what's important. It's fine. Like okay, you have a vibe. Find the places where they see you quickly because mm. they have similar values. Mm. Like at the Golden Goose, they don't see me. They don't know what I'm about. They can't tell. At this other spot, they can pretty much tell instantly. I'm a musician, artist. I don't even have to tell them. They just know and they, and they appreciate that. And so that's, I think that's an important thing. So that means you have to go out to places. You have to go to venues, check it out, read the room, read yourself. Is this your vibe? If it's not, don't, don't trip, but find the place. Because that's the beauty of living near a city. There are a lot of venues. There's a lot of different flavors. There's a specific vibes. Every place has a vibe. Find the ones that are your vibe. Make that your go-to. And that's a one great place. And then the dancing is another great place. Um, depending on the, the venue, again, depending on the event. Because sometimes it's just like the same dancers you always see. And you don't really want to hit, hit on anybody there, in my opinion, because you're going to see them again every week. <laughs> like me, you know. But there's other spots that are more free and open. It's always like a constant flow and it's not, it's less about learning. It's more about dancing. Those are the places that you can do it. Cause you're not going to see them every week. It's, it's always a turnover. Um, but yeah, so I think, I think that, that's a strategy. You gotta, you gotta put yourself out there. You gotta put yourself out in the vibe where people understand. So you're like into, um, you know, you're into fitness and stuff a lot. So mm -hmm. I think more fitness minded events would be also a good place for you to meet somebody. You know? I like the artists too because, like well, the artists, yeah. you know, they they're philosophers too. Yes, yes. And I, I'm a philo you know, I have aspects of an artist. Yeah. Uh, although I love logic, I love I love adding my art to my logic. <laughs> but uh, I want to pose this question to you. That that was good though, yeah, because you know I have to do that. But as far as some part of me, and it's there that almost doesn't even believe, or. There's a doubt. Let's just put it that way, potentially. But I'm not 100% committed to it. But it is there, roaming around in my mind. Is there any one person that you're going to connect with like you thought you were? Like Jordan Peterson was talking about this. He's like, you know, when when you when you on a, on some kind of trajectory and you're trying to get uh, reach a goal, you reach the goal, and and then all of a sudden. Uh, you say, well, when I got here, I thought I was going to feel this way, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I had that. I'm sure you've had it. We've oh, all yeah. had it. Yeah. And he kind of broke it down. He's like, your happiness will be brief, 
but it's not it's not it's nothing to depend upon right because mm-hmm. it's going to be fleeting and now yeah. you have a void and now you have to fill it with another goal yeah yeah, yeah. right mm-hmm. so kind of like i think that that helps to understand like okay everything is going to like say for instance a relationship there's going to be a point where it's crazy fun and exciting because you don't know the patterns yet and then the patterns are going to sink down and you're going to find out oh some things i'm going to need to work uh to work on myself, but then she's going to have to work on to keep me here because I can tell that's going to be become something, and we're going to have to talk and negotiate that to see if we can continue. So I think at some point, no matter how good it is in the beginning, we're still going to hit that somewhere in the yeah. the depth to for for to go further. Yeah, which so I so my response to that is um, you're the it goes back to find the woman that is the best that you can do. Mm. Because that's the best it's gonna get. But how will you know that? Well, you, I think you do. Well, I don't know if you know for sure, but you do know when you're. I, I know when I'm under. When when I, I know I can do better. Hmm. I know I know like you know you're with like like with, you know some of my girlfriends that that would live with us in hmm. Nevada City. Um, I knew I could do better than that because I, when you know I saw the value. I saw like what, what are you doing? like you know what I mean. It's like you're not you're not aiming for as high as I want to aim. But once you find that woman, like all right, this is as good as I can get. And of course, it's not going to be all good. But you know what? Right. That, that I think that I think it's much easier if that's what you think. Like this is the best I can get. Then uh, you know you can maybe get another woman equally as good as her, but like on the upper echelons above her. Like you probably can't get, probably can't hold them. Don't even worry about that. Now you're going to be willing to put up with the the the, the drama, put up with the pain, put up with the vulnerability that you need, and, and put in the work, the power struggle. Yeah, because you know this is, this is as good as it's going to get. For you, or at least that's what you think. So I think whether it's true or not, it's a good philosophy to have. Find the best woman that you can get, not the quickest, not the easiest, not the hottest, the best all around woman. Because it means it's also a woman that um, sees your value. That's what it is. That's what I was learning. Like when I, when I went to the Golden Goose and, and the Sea Boys, they see my value, and they all respond to me different. It, the, 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 mm. the clientele, the people who work there, and the other spot, they just don't know. They can't see me, so they don't trust me, and they don't know what I'm all about. And and I don't really, I don't understand what they're about either. And it's more like it's it's almost even like the drugs. You could tell like, am I am I? I think I don't. Know, I didn't see it, but I think at at the Golden Goose, it's more about like cocaine crowd. Like probably mm-hmm. many of them do cocaine. I don't really like that. At the other spot, it's like weed and alcohol. Those are those are you know yeah and you know shrooms. Right. Uh, th- those are the ones. I like. Probably probably they do little shrooms at at, sea, at uh, Golden Goose too. But those are the things that that's like a vibe. And the cocaine yeah. is a vibe. I'm not. I'm not with that vibe. This is not my tribe. We don't, we don't. really fuck with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's a really important thing. And then also try to make sure that um, you're the best version of your woman. Don't, don't. If you're with the woman and she thinks you, she can do better than you, that sounds like trouble. Well, that's. I think that's what's actually happening. You know, is you're trying to do the best you can, whatever that idea is, and then she's trying to do the best she can. And sometimes they're not aligning, but sometimes you would be good for each other. So that's my whole thing. It's like, when do you know? See, that's the scary part because I guess as you mature, you just, you get better at sensing. And, but but then you, like you said too, you got to get out there and see what your options are. Yes. You got to see what reality is. That's that's And that's exactly. So you yeah. got to go through this dating stage so you know what your reality is. You know what's, yeah. what is, yeah, what is. How do you weigh it if you don't, if you're not butting into reality and finding out, you know, reality kind of tempers us and lets us know what's going on. So if we don't go out there, then we don't even know we'll tend to uh, maybe just get lost and drown in possibilities because it feels good to just sit here. Oh, it could happen. It might have happened if, you know, and, yeah, stuff like that. 
instead of like, oh, let reality teach me what it is. Yes. And you know what I'm realizing too is I need, uh, oh, and part of it, and I just realized this, and i kind of been doing it, but now I just broke, reach above what you think you can get. Mm. Um, and see, and get rejected or or get it and be like, oh shit, I didn't know I was capable of this level of woman. Um, I actually almost did that the other day because I met this girl at a badass party, the Adrian Grenier party, um, and beautiful filmmaker, totally beautiful. And then she responded to one of my stories on um, Instagram. Hmm. So I was like, what? This hot, bad bitch going to respond? And then, uh, but I didn't really jump on it because I, I responded. I, I, think I, or I gave like a non-committal response, right? Which is fine. You know, I didn't like ask her out right there. But, but then I ran into her again and she's kind of giving me a vibe. I was like, oh, shoot. Okay. And then there wasn't a chance to like, I was ready. If there was a bit of moment, I was like, hey, what? I, I kind of even did. I started it because I was like, I, I'm just reading the energy quick and I'm, I make moves quick. But it wasn't, wasn't there, boom. And then I was going to ask her out and then I was like, oh, she's married. <laughs> I was like, thank God I didn't ask her out. Huh. But, uh, but it was like me, it, it was a higher level woman than I've ever even attempted to really ask. Maybe when I was younger, I did. But now it's like, you know, she's, she's successful, filmmaker, beautiful, hot. You and, know, and is capable. married, which is rare. Yeah. So you'd be so, a badass woman and marry. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't mess with married women at all. So once as soon as I saw some marriage, I said, okay, cool. Now we can just be friends or uh, allies in business or whatever. But, um, but I think that's an important part. Go, and I'm telling that to myself. Go for even ones that you think are out of your league. Not way out of your league. Well, I mean, might as well, actually. Might yeah. as well. I remember that Mind used to bother me, too. Like, and, and, but but um, like when I would hear that when I was younger, like, oh, this girl's out of your yeah. league. You know, I hate that, it, too. I never liked it, but there is truth to it. There's and, truth to it. You know what I mean? There is some truth to it. And I think this is what bothers a lot of men and women is like strip strip all this social you know, conditioning and society. It's just we're animals and you know we're out there and we're just making choices based on instinct and and looks and visuals everything all the senses god gave us without the social pressures of this or that people would pick based on whatever whatever reasons i think people would get together for whatever unique reasons right that but that would be reality without the being tainted by social structures right it would just be where animals, just like the animals do, like, oh, well, a lion comes, he senses, oh, that lion's stronger, and he backs off, and then the women say, okay, I like him because he seems to scare everybody. You know, it's just all basic stuff that's not personal, right? It's mm -hmm. just what how it moves, the, the, how the energy moves. And a lot of people don't like to, like, my, my qualm with, you know, she's above your pay grade, I didn't like to think that I was in a hierarchy, but I am. Yeah. I am. Yeah. That's just life. That's life. Yeah. So, and, and I, I think a lot of people fight that, especially people who are born unattractive or they're not, they don't fit easily into it. Um, they're the ones who are going to have more problems with it, right? And and try to create new narratives like, oh, you love your curves. Or, it's okay to be uh, this or, you know, or I can be broke and play video games and still get bad baddies. You know, it doesn't work that way. You know what I mean? So you you want to believe something that's easier to digest instead of this is how it works, dude. You yeah, better get on its page. You better get on reality's page and function in reality and win in reality because it's not personal, you know. But another, I would say too, it's also so important for us to be you. Like, um, it doesn't it doesn't matter how, where you are in the hierarchy. What really is important is, are you really being true to yourself? Are You know what I mean? Are you uh, growing your interests? Are you are, are you like 
developing yourself in all the nuanced ways that you as an individual want to do you have several at least one but several activities that you can nerd out to all day whether it's skiing whether it's being a triathlete whether it's chess uh do you are are, are, you know what i mean who who are you are you really or or are you pursuing the things that you're told to or you think will get you women no don't do that i mean do whatever you want to do but i recommend Pursue, build yourself up to the unique person that you are, um, and then, then you have this niche value. And when you find the woman who appreciates that, because because you are a nuanced human being, so you don't have to be handsome, you don't have to be tall, but you do got to be you, so that, like, you do have to be like the full expression of you, and then you can attract like an amazing partner who values your uniqueness. But if you're not fulfilling your uniqueness because you're, because it's nerdy or it's weird, or you think that, you know, you're under some illusion that, no, I got to go be a doctor, even though I want to be a comic book illustrator, I'm going to go be a doctor. No, you're not going to, you're not going to attract your, your true mate. I think if you're on the wrong path, so get on your path and don't worry about the other stuff. Stay fit. You know what I mean? Mm. Stay fit and, and, and that, but I think that's will help be helpful. No, I can get on that program. I, I, I'm thinking too, like, you know, that's why, you know, people don't like the term the truth, which I believe reality is the truth. It just, it's, it does what it wants to do. It shows you how, how the patterns move, who decides what, how things are decided. You know, it's just, it's all over the place, but it is reality. Um, and I think the best thing you can do is kind of come to terms with how reality works, no matter what you think or ought or should. You know, Bruce Lee once said, if you're anchored to a particular view, you're going to miss the swift movement of what is. And what is is always moving swiftly, mm. right? Oh, there it is, like that. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's always moving swiftly. And so if you want to say, you should slow down for me, or you should, I'm blaming you for that, you know, it's just, it's not a good thing. It's like, you want to, okay, that's reality. I'm going to turn warrior mode on reality. You know what I mean? And kind of get in there and just take my bumps and bruises and learn because running away from reality is not going to help you grow. And I think I think that a lot of people tend to want to run away from reality and kind of create their own narrative. And even he talks in the book like men and women are staying by themselves more. You know what I mean? They're coming to their own corner, being in their own ear, and it's easy to tell yourselves all kinds of things that make you feel good. But reality will tell you what it is, right? You get out there, you get tossed around like a little bee, you know, and you have to deal with oh shit, I thought I was this, but reality said I'm this. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's healthy. You know what I mean? There's a health part to it, you know. Um, there's no better adversary than reality, you know. Um, so there I am with that. All right. So I think you should wrap this one up. Yeah, um, yeah. But I would say I don't think you should wait until you're in the perfect know, level because if you go out now, it's going to speed up that. Right. A hundred percent. Oh, and again, you, too, like you're, you're making my point I just made. Yes. Is the more you're out there. Seeing reality. And then reality seeing you. Yeah. Then you're going to be motivated to change. Yes. <laughs> Right now it's like vague. Now, now it's like, oh, I'll wait and I'll get there and then it'll be great. It's like, that's the fantasy. And what's but behind it might it all? never happen. Yeah, tick, tick-tock, tick-tock. tick-tock. <laughs> so, so, so are you going to go out tonight too? Uh, well, B and I have a big day tomorrow. Probably not. But I'm still open to it. It's, it starts at 7 and you could be home by 9.30. That's, that's not, is that going to disrupt your day tomorrow? Well, I didn't bring any clothes. I don't have my suit. I don't have, I have You don't got it. That's fine. No, it is. Yeah. I can't come in shorts. Yeah. To the class? Yeah. Okay, well, well, we'll keep it open. It's, it's not a closed book. It's not a closed book. Um, but uh, I, I, 
thank you for being hard on me, but I, you don't understand how hard I'm being on myself right now because I'm finding out my inadequacies of not changing as fast as I know I could, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. I'm, that's always on my mind. But I don't, that's why I can laugh and say, you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, I'm moving like time doesn't affect me. Yeah, I think I think you should just go to the class. Don't even worry about the social. It doesn't matter how you dressed at the class. The class is a class. It's not. Doesn't matter. Um, that's what I would recommend. Okay. Uncomfortableness is good, and it's it's on the way home. It's not even like out of the way. <laughs> Literally. Wait. Do you do you go I thirty five or a Mopac? I take Mopac all the way. Up, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, so it's, it's on I thirty five in airport, but so it's not far out of your way. Okay. Also, before I. I uh, we, crash uh close this one i heard the a great analogy like how a man and a woman especially from especially from the man's point uh uh should embody so uh imagine that you're a rock in the ocean you know by the ocean shore you're a rock and the and the motion of the motion of the woman is hitting you but the rock doesn't move boom right Mm -hmm. and so if you're stable and the and the water's sooner or later that water will calm down right mm-hmm. you know what i mean because but you have to be that rock yeah. while the emotions crashing against you and two like i noticed like just going back to the friend zone thing some women do it for attention but i i see some women do it because they like the male energy yeah you know just just a, and and they don't want to taint it with sex i get that now mm-hmm. i get that yeah because some some are so so many women are starving for male attention and even if they don't want you sexually or they they can have all kinds of reasons for that um, I think a woman can be a man's friend, but it's much harder for a man to be genuinely yeah. be a woman's friend. Right, right. And so I can see, like, sometimes when I got friend zoned, um, you know, it was just, and I could see that they liked being around me. They liked, you know, crashing their emotions onto my solid rock, mm-hmm. right? And then I would calm them down and, you know, with yeah. the reasoning and yeah. stuff. And they began, and each time I would come back to see them, they would slowly know how I behaved and would change. You know, they because they knew my where my my um, my position was on certain things, mm-hmm. and so before you know it, they kind of even with you know the person I'm living with, you know, um, mm-hmm. same thing. Like once I came strong, and then boom, now we don't have to have those conversations because she knows where I stand, right? Mm-hmm. She knows That's the fine. argument. She knows the argument. She knows what's going to come if anything comes up. So we don't have to go there, and everything's kind of in order. Nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I realize what men are supposed to do. Because I think when a woman lives around you and sees you frequently, she begins to, you, you might clash in the beginning, but then when she understands who you are, you never waver. Your borders, I mean, your your boundaries are the same. Mm-hmm. The same argument. Every time you hit that, there's the same argument right there. Yeah. It never changes. And then before you know it, they just adapt their behavior. And then I can see in a more intimate relationship, that's how it happens. And men have to do that. So then, before you know it, we don't have to have conversations because you've done it. You hit, or at least not the same conversation. Not the same conversation. Yeah. As it changes, and it has to be expanded, she already believes in your stability, and and then when she tries to hit it from another angle, you're there with an explanation, and then she might hit that spot a few times, and then before you know, it, we don't have that conversation, and that's how. And so that's how women will learn to compliment a man eventually if she likes being around, if she likes when you have answers to her questions, you know, and before you know it, the waters stay calm. You know, they're never always going to be perfectly calm, but, you know, it'll never be like a storm unless there's a real reason for it. So there it is. There it is. Till the next time. All right.
keep it stretched to a steady tempo. Love reality. <laughs>